0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome into episode number 107 of the Get Around and the first of the new decade in 2020. My name is Jake Adnip. In the Get Around podcast studio with me, my esteemed colleague James Cook, 7 and 4 is Harrison Beebe. Yo. And for the very first time, we are very excited to introduce our new Get Around guy, Andrew Rosenthal. That would be me. Our newest member at the Traverse City Record Eagle Sports first Department. first words, That would be me. That would be that me. Would be me. That would be me. It will be him, too, in the future. Well, he's going to be the guy who... Uh, he's kicking me out. Yeah. I won't be here mm-hmm. anymore. Yeah, he's like a
1: three-man weave here, like basketball. And so, Andrew, you know, it's cool. I have My middle name's Andrew, as I told you the other night. So I'm glad we're continuing that. It's a good middle name. That pass along, yeah.
0: Normally, we only have three guys in here. I, I'm sure you're not that familiar with it. But, yes, you are, in fact, now going to be Harrison's replacement because he has just been the greatest... Most gracious fill-in for the get around over That's the it, last. I'm
1: retiring. Time. I'm never just like Brendan. I'm never coming back. What was
0: that like? Probably twenty episodes in a row. Since early September. Yeah, so it's been a it's been. I don't a know if I, I think long.
1: I missed one week. You guys did one on your own. Probably. Yeah, we did one. Maybe it was one with just the two yeah. of us. But then there were weeks like where we did ones on our own without like each of us
0: we all have had to do it at yeah. some point. Yeah. But welcome Andrew. You are now part of the Traverse City Record Eagle. You've ended that And the get around. Yeah, and the get around. More importantly, you're part of this podcast, which really is what uh what matters around here Did Do you get him fed yet? No. I get, do I get a branded water bottle? That can be real. We've really been trying to get those made actually. So we will get you one. Water bottles? We'll get you one. We're going to try and give it, give Andrew the floor for a second. I want to know some yeah. I want to know about you. I want you to tell the people as we call them our lovely Audible viewers, about yourself. So yeah, go ahead. You have the floor, my friend.
2: Yeah, when I as I'm going around town, applying for places to live, and talking to people at the grocery store, the, the, the number one question they're asking me is how'd you get here? And that's the number one que- people have asking me that everywhere I go. Basically, I'm a I'm from Chicago. I went to university. Went to University of Kansas. Just graduated this past December. Um, And I moved here, obviously, for this job. So I'm used to people asking, what are you doing here? (laughs) And, I
0: mean, you just graduated. It was a pretty quick turnaround. Uh I mean, what is it like moving far north when you were coming down from Kansas? You know,
2: I've been to the north before. I used to go to Appleton Sidewinders games was a big
3: Brewers fan when I was growing up.
0: Oh, we got a brewer, another Brewers fan Ooh. in here. Yeah. Another Brewers fan. Our, our, our old well, gracious th- host, Brent, was a Brewers fan, and he would not show. up Were they called about the
3: Sidewinders it. before they were called the Timber
2: Rattlers? The Sidewinders were in Tucson. Okay. I only know that because my youth baseball team was the Tucson Sidewinders. Okay. And we went to Timber Rattlers-Sidewinders okay. game because the year after that, I was the Timber Rattlers. And I just thought it was the coolest thing in the world to see two two of the teams that were in the same jerseys that I did.
0: Well, but you come to Northern Michigan straight out of college, mm. what? Are you most excited about being in Traverse City. Cold weather? <laughs> Wait, <laughs> what excited?
2: seasons? You know Wait. our
0: summers here rock, right? Yes. Okay, good. But you know our winters
1: here suck, right? <laughs> Unless you're a winter sports enthusiast. I am, though. Perfect. Yes. What do you
2: like to do in the winter? I like to ski, I like to snowboard.
1: Both. We got a two timer.
2: When I was young, I gashed my leg open playing outdoor hockey, Oop. but I still like doing it. Uh, you, if you meet me on the ice, I'll. Did, pro- you get,
1: did you get hit in the knee with the puck? Or? No,
2: see, I was wearing figure skates. I got them at Goodwill, and I fell, and then the, the skate like gashed like part of my knee. Oh, you cut
1: yourself then? Probably yeah, self-inflicted. Yeah. Okay. Oh, lord. <coughs> so Happy Gilmore wasn't out there trying to stab you with a hockey skate. like. In the, we do a lot of movie references here. Okay. So watch no, Harrison does. That, that's who does. Harrison does a lot of movie
0: references, and he hopes the world well, gets it. Well, Brendan's
1: supposed to do this spin-off podcast about movies. I haven't heard about. supposed to.
0: Long. We'll yeah. see. Maybe. I
1: was pretty
2: terrible at hockey, though, and uh, or really any sport for that matter. I, I, w- I played football. I was an outside linebacker. I played all about 10 varsity snaps in uh, my season. We didn't win a single game. It might have been because of my 10 varsity snaps. I, I don't know. <laughs> Uh, I, I was gonna got one if you only played five snaps. <laughs> well, right,
1: trade it off the ratio. When I was
2: on, the, I was I w- my one claim to fame though is I was on the field uh, for a fumble recovery and I recovered it. Okay, so it was, he's in the record
1: books. Yeah, yeah so you like Rudy. You have
2: a and,
0: stat.
1: Yes,
2: and the, the local newspaper guy knew me at this point. I was I would take photos at just about every basketball game and whatever, and he goes, I'm going to make sure to get your name in the paper because you did something today.
0: <laughs> so now is that, is that, is that what dri- has driven you to do high school sports? Yes,
2: because I remember I, I picked up the Daily Herald the day after that. Sure enough, my name was one of the first in the stat sheet. I, I, I thought I felt amazing. I felt like King of Lake County where Jalen Brunson is from. We have uh, an hour away from Charlie Moore and all these other amazing athletes that come out of the state of Illinois. But Andrew Oswald was on the paper on August or September, probably some n- sometime mid-September. Oh, you remember the day. Well, I have the paper. I don't remember the day of it.
1: My, my other question for you, too, is, uh, so you probably heard and, and researched a decent amount, what, what caught your eye the most about the sports scene up here in northern Michigan?
2: Yeah, I was really surprised about how much winter sports there are here. In Kansas, we didn't. there's no NHL team and hardly any hockey arenas.
0: That's so weird to think, just being from Detroit, that there isn't like a place. We don't like have a professional hockey. Team. Kansas City, Arizona, they have
2: one. Kansas City did not have a professional hockey team or a professional basketball team for all for all things.
0: Yeah, that's so. You have KU, which
2: is number two in the nation, Wichita State, which is number twenty three, K State. It's it's been up there, Big 12 champions last year, along with Texas Tech. But there's no NBA team in Kansas. That's all.
0: It's just like Kentucky. The Sprint Center is pretty cool, though. It is. I've been to a few. No one. No no (laughs)
2: professional team plays at the Sprint Center. It's like
1: the Citrus Bowl. They just have it for occasional (laughs) Big 12 tournaments, and that's it.
2: You've, you'll have an occasional NHL-NBA game there. I forget who played, but it was my, my freshman year. There was an NHL game. The state finals are played there, then? No, they don't even do the state finals. <laughs> where are the, well, like, where the, sprint, is the state finals played? The Sprint oh. Center's in Missouri. Oh, okay. Because Casey, there's Casey Kane, there's Casey Moe. That's right. The, the good barbecue's on the Missouri side, so. It's
1: all good. It's not a civil war down there. Those Kansas City people live... Cityans live peacefully. And they don't even do the state basketball finals there. at KU. Yeah,
2: they, they don't going? even
1: they do them in Wichita.
2: For at the Shockers home. Club. Yeah, yeah.
1: That'd be cool Co- though, playing on that giant little logo it's, a, they it's- have.
0: It's huge. It's like a round stadium. I don't know. John Baker and Fred
1: Van Fleet. I don't know. I feel like I
0: feel like it's a little <laughs> bit different. Uh <laughs> Icons playing at KU than at Wichita. I don't know. Probably a little bit. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Kansas would be a little a little <clears throat> more of a brag. I mean, that's just
0: like in the state of Michigan when, you know, the girls have kind of sort of been complaining about playing at Kelvin mm-hmm. College when you no, know, it's been at the Breslin Center for which I know. think is
1: under. I think Calvin College is a great host site for the finals.
0: But well, but it's just, but it's the same thing. It's I get it. you're going to Calvin College and you want to play, or not even the same site. And you want to play at Michigan State. It's the two things. Like, it, although Wichita once again is definitely they're they're good the good basketball fit, school. Right. I think
2: it's the biggest the biggest city in the state of Kansas. Yeah, biggest
0: city definitely. Because, but I'm saying for the basketball arena wise, eh, it may not be exactly where you want to play. Well, we're gonna we're gonna you, find out plenty more about Andrew. Over the next X amount of episodes of The Get Around, there's going to be plenty to talk about, plenty to get to know. We're not going to spend too much more time on him. I don't want his ego getting too big and, oh. you know, thinking that, you know, this show But I was going to tell you all my stories about Les Miles, Bill Self, my CMU story. It's too many, too many. We don't got time for that here. We're on a schedule, and I keep it tight. <laughs> we, have, we
3: have plenty of time for storytelling t- story in later ep- episodes. Yes, okay. that's what I mean. We have, we have a lot, we have a lot of time.
0: Day. It just needs to be <laughs> spread across... Because we have an entire winter break worth of sports to talk about. This episode brought to you by Jimmy John's with two locations in Traverse City. Order a tasty sandwich today with the Jimmy John's app. We're going to put our finger on the heartbeat of the sports world and dive into the Pulse and talk about that winter break full of sports, guys. Uh, We obviously have been off since, I think it was December 16th, so it's been a bit of a hiatus, but everybody took a break. Everybody kind of had a little bit of time, but, you know, those holiday tournaments, you can't escape them. There's the Traverse City West. Most want
1: to go to them if they're
0: on the teams. Well, yeah, but you can't can't escape them. You got Traverse City West Holiday Tournament for wrestling. You had the the hockey tournament here in Traverse City. Scott Miller Memorial Tournament. Scott Miller Memorial Tournament, that was big. Had a lot of uh, very, very good teams, top five ranked teams here. And a couple basketball teams had some big things. Let's talk about all that stuff right now. First thing I mentioned there was that Traverse City West Holiday Invitational. I know I was there. I don't know that either one of you guys were actually around for that, but um, Gaylord just showed up like uh, they normally have over here, uh, Northern Michigan. They are... I still think, the preeminent wrestling program up here. Oh,
1: yeah. They're number two we'll, in Division Yeah, two. We'll talk
0: about a couple guys later on, but, uh, James, you mentioned, they're not normally at that TC West Holiday tournament, they haven't been over the last couple of years, and they were mm-hmm. the best team, winners-wise, uh, from our local area after that. Does that surprise you whatsoever <laughs> that they could step in there and just kind Maybe of Maybe that's up? why they don't
3: have them. <laughs> 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 or normally. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean that's what Gayler does in wrestling. Jerry the Joy has a good program growing over there. They are the cream of the crop of the Big North Conference every season. Everybody has their sights set on them and doesn't
0: hit that target. Yeah, I mean, and especially that's what I'm saying. Could be able to come in and uh, just kind of they didn't dominate. I won't say that they dominated. They only won four or five flights. Put it in the tournament like that. I think there was what 33 schools from across the state. Um, who were up here for that TC West Hollywood Tournament, winning five uh, weight classes is a lot. So I mean,
1: to be honest, I'm surprised it was only five, knowing their program. No, Gaylord, but yeah. I'm, I'm sure that'll change. They, they've, they've been regular visitors to, to, I think, Battle Creek or Kalamazoo or the finals now. The palace. the team finals. They, they used to be at the Palace, but it I don't know where they are palace. now. Now they're at like Kalamazoo, but they were at CMU one year, so they jump all over. But bottom line, yeah. they've been to the team state championship rounds as far as quarterfinals, semifinals, several, several times. So they're knocking on the door here of a team title. I know that's what those guys really want, and I feel like the way they're always there, it's only a matter of time before... One of these years, they bust down that door and bring home a team championship, and this year might be the year.
0: I mean, I do want to just bring up Traverse City Central Wrestling real quick because they, they had a couple guys sitting right there as medalists at the ta- Traverse City West holiday invite. But then just this past weekend, uh, they went down to Kalkaska to a team tournament and just absolutely rolled over everybody. I know those are some smaller schools, but they had nine weight class winners in that, and they just they went 5-0 and on the day and absolutely destroyed everybody that they win. Um, I mean, Don Funk's team looked good at the holiday invite as well. Is this a team that we think might be able to, you know, give Gaylord a run for their money in the Big North?
1: I think that's definitely the goal of every team that's got some talent. It's not necessarily maybe to knock them off, but to take them to their limits. I mean, if you can say you pushed Gaylord to the limit and even barely lost to them, I'd say that's kind of a win for a conference season in high school wrestling up here. not wanting to try and diminish their real goals in any way of potentially winning a conference championship, but... Uh, Gaylord's always that 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 uh, bar. They're setting the bar every year. So if Central can give them a run for their money, and make things interesting. That's that's even more of a win for that Trojan program.
3: Yeah, I mean, and, and Central wasn't even hasn't been a power in wrestling since Ian Hearn was the coach. Mm-hmm. Who was there when I was in school? Yeah,
1: it's been a while since it, he's been coach.
3: Yeah, they've had you know a bunch of coaches since then. They've gone a, gone through a few coaches that just usually last a year or two and. Uh, It seems like Don's going to hang around and maybe get this program going uh, again and and maybe get it back up to where it was when... when Ian Hearn was here,
1: they were competitive with Gaylord. He was. He always tried to recruit me to jo- join the team, and I just I could, uh, couldn't do it. He I saw had the enough. potential in the skinny he, kid. He, he, he needed a 103-pounder? Yeah, it could have been the, the small 100-pounders. I'm sure he was right. If I had taken the time to, to work at it, I, I probably could have been another good line wrestler. A regular Kurt Angle? Kurt Angle, wow. Good reference for amateur and pro wrestler. Uh-huh. Um, but I chose to and run cross-country all year and train for that, so unfortunately I couldn't do it. But he was. that's how good of a recruiter kind of like John Loebert is for track In cross country Ian Hearn was always Reaching out Trying to get different guys To say hey You can do this too You can be a part of this too I just kind of wanted to (laughs) Eat whenever I wanted to too I'd watch those guys Try and make weight And sit there And sweat it out But what'd you weigh When you were in high school Probably I probably would've been Around 110 Oh my god
0: Your
1: senior year Oh my
0: lord Maybe 117 You were at like 115 Right when you wrestled
3: No my senior year I wrestled at 112
0: 112. And that was oh the first God. year I wrestled at 112. I wrestled at 103 so every year before that. You guys were so small. You guys were I mean, so tidy.
2: By my junior I'm year, still not that much I was though. about 160, 170, and that's when the most competitive weight classes were for upperclassmen. So I'm like, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like, all
0: the kids make like a beater <laughs> below
1: they, me now. They
0: probably would have made me go up to two hundred five.
1: Jake, you could have just talked your way through a match. You could have talked your opponent out of just wrestling. shouted at them. That's your
0: power. It they would have been a better. They would They, they would have stayed down. away from you. Just <laughs> listening to you talk in their ear. Just scream as loud as I can at them. <gasps> It'd be an intimidation decision at Nip. Yep. Hey, hey, the kid runs off the.
3: The kid runs off the mat.
0: You so, win. Yeah, just bow. You got a super heavyweight mouth. Super heavyweight sound. It works. All right, let, we're done with wrestling for now. We got a couple more sports that happened over uh, over break. Traverse City Central. Um, really, there were only a couple basketball games, but the big game that we kind of want to talk about. Traverse City Central went a down to moment. Little Caesars Arena, dun, and the game dun, dun, to begin dun, with was the big thing. Dun, dun, dun. Well, but that as Harrison is yet. foreshadowing, I guess it kind of got overshadowed. You guys published it. I guess it was important to you, Tra- uh, Travis Shuba. Pop the question down at little Caesar's arena kind of overshadowed the game, but he's getting married the head coach over at Trevor he, he did
3: it afterwards so he wouldn't completely overshadow the game that's Just what
0: that's what they all say. I got yeah, you. who Sorry. got the headlines? Who got the headlines? <laughs> Not the kids Shuba did. I put the kids in the story. They'll so get, get there actually I talked to one of the kids reference. about the the proposal. You didn't even ask about the game you're like yeah, I
1: did I had a quote from him about the game too
0: like, did did coach tell you it was going to happen? No. How
1: many how many dimes did Coach drop to afford that engagement ring?
2: <laughs> oh. See basketball, that makes sense to me, but I would always see Division two players propose to their girlfriends after a football game. And I'm like, where'd you keep the where'd you keep the ring? Oh yeah, who, I mean, who, in the cup. Who held it?
3: In the <laughs> cup. <laughs> oh my God! That's what athletic trainers are for.
0: That's a stinking okay.
3: way. Right?
1: You got somebody you trust. Somebody you trust. Yeah. on the Yeah, you, try, you, you trust stand. your athletic trainers. Are so they just order. on the sideline? Like, would you? Would they break the news or something? I mean, if you if you see Coach Shuba in the next few weeks here, he he wears pretty nice outfits. I'm sure he could have had that in his pocket
0: no, the whole time. I, I <laughs> doubt he could have had the box Well, his family was right there.
1: Maybe Chuck had it. it. You
0: know, yeah, We I d- may never know. I, I guarantee you his whole family was probably there for the game. His mom or dad probably could have been holding on to it. Yeah. Just been like, oh, here after the game, give me a hug. Regardless, congratulations, Coach Shuba. And congratulations to the Trevor City Central Trojans for beating, was it Bay City Western? Bay City Western. Yeah, so, yeah, defeating them at Little Caesars Arena, which had to be an awesome experience. We had them on episode 105, I believe it was. So go ahead. Listen back to that episode to hear what their thoughts were See going down there. See if you can get hints that they know the proposal's coming. I don't think they did. They probably didn't. They didn't. I don't think they did.
3: Yeah. But Henry Goldkahl said they didn't know it was coming. So and if Henry and then didn't they, know, and then they stuck around for the Pistons' loss that night. Yeah. Well, mm. everybody I was. I think winners. it was against the
0: Bulls. Everybody was winners <laughs> except for the Pistons. So that's really there was. That's really all the basketball that happened over break. I think there was a couple games that happened this past weekend, but
1: well, there were holiday tournaments. Uh, yeah, Glen Lake and TC West I saw played in a, a good game. Yeah, down, down in, in Grand, Grand Haven. in yep. Grand Haven area. And I heard that was a, a close win for the Titans, which is yeah, good, good for Glen Lake to
0: hang with a, a D1 school like that. I'll just say I was surprised that Glen Lake, that Glen Lake did not win that game. I was a little surprised too. Just, but because, I mean, just because Trevor City West has had a bit of a rocky start to the season, they haven't found a guy. I mean, Andy Soma's probably been the most consistent for him, but it's still not a 12 to 15 point effort every single night. Yeah. Um, Parker News' pretty good. Yeah, Parker too. News' been doing all right. Got some good sides still That's a competitive D1
1: school. Yeah, but, so.
0: well, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean Traverse those, City West is fourth in the Big North right now. I mean, usually Traverse— City. Big North is really tomorrow. good right now. Central's playing St. Francis
1: on Tuesday in boys' basketball, I believe. So usually we don't see these D1, D3 programs on the boys' side match up like this. So the fact that we did was a cool— Yeah, uh, pretty cool. Box
0: score comparison for, fans. yeah, but we got, we, got a, we got to see a couple good teams, and even downstate, they played each other, as we mentioned. So, one more thing we got to talk about before we get into our interview. I really didn't even give a rundown of the show today, but let's go ahead and talk about Traverse City Central Hockey. They're 9 1 2 at this point in the season, they're the highest ranked in, in the area. They've beaten everybody who they played from the area. We talked about these guys a few weeks ago. This is a big surprise, right? Not a big surprise, but we didn't expect them to be the best at this point, did and we?
1: I don't know if surprise is the right word, but we knew last year they were going to go through some growing pains naturally because their roster was loaded with sophomores and freshmen. I mean, heck, their their leader probably the past three years has been Charlie Douglas. He's just now in his senior season. Um, but I think these guys are just after a year of working together, and I know they've still got a few freshmen on the roster even this year. But you can just see it. Like even though they're younger, they, it's all this camaraderie and this time spent in those early AM practices that Central Rusted do every year. I mean, you go through those, you you really become like you go boy to man real quick practicing hockey at 5 a.m. and then going to class all day. But then they got that sweep up in the Houghton Hancock area that we'd mentioned on the episode a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, Just little things that really just start to give them confidence to know they're capable of achieving big things. And I even joked at the beginning of the season, like, oh, two years ago it was West. Last year it was the Reps. Maybe this year it's Central's turn to get down to USA. It's looking like it. Hockey Arena in Plymouth. It's looking um, like it. Yeah, right now, that's
0: who you would, as far as teams from up here, you would pick Central. Most definitely. Most definitely. And. I think you kind of hit it on the head. We're actually going to have Trevor City Central senior Chris Ushondek and sophomore Will Dawson in to chat with us here in just a few minutes, uh, and I think they'll probably tell you the same thing. But like you mentioned, Harrison, they went through those pains last year, and I feel like we thought that they might still have – a bit of an upward climb at the beginning of this season to go through those, Mm -hmm. but they clicked on all cylinders like right away, and they've been able to do that. I think one of the big things is Grant Newhart, their sophomore goalie. We had him on the podcast last year, um, right when he got started in in net for the Trojans, and, I mean, he's made a big difference, and not only has their ultra-aggressive style, where they're getting off 40-plus shots a game, I mean, goals against average is actually very, very good this season. Charlie, you mentioned a couple of these guys. We'll talk to the guys about it, but I think that They all realized that last year was kind of their chance to let it all go, and I think they did at the beginning of the season. I think they let go of all of their worry, all of their doubt, and they've been able to kind of progress from there.
3: Yeah, and their their offense has just been consistent this year. They've been scoring goals every game. The lowest output that they've had this season is three goals in a game, and you know what they're probably
1: a lot of teams (laughs) average.
3: And I was gonna say
0: (laughs) in hockey that three goals is a lot to score sometimes.
3: And they've only done that a couple of times where they've only scored three goals. I mean, they've they've been scoring four, five, six on a pretty regular basis. The only team they lost to isn't even from Michigan.
0: Toledo oh. saint John's. So mm-hmm. it
3: doesn't count. And they lost in overtime. They were up
0: four goals one, in that game. That was round one. Of the, the Scott team. Miller yeah. tournament. They yep. were up four goals in that game. Well, but hey, you know,
1: I always say a little adversity just fuels that fire even more. So as much as they'd probably like to be undefeated, I bet that loss kind of one makes L. them going into each game and each practice a little bit harder than before.
0: One L here, there, I guess, quote-unquote, has hurt someone if it comes at the wrong time but i don't think a loss is ever necessarily bad for team morale not in hockey in the regular season definitely not uh but let's let's find out from those guys uh chris shondack and will dawson joined us in the get around podcast studio here on monday for our first interview of 2020 so let's go ahead and give a listen to that now The Get Around Podcast is extremely excited to welcome into the studio Trevor City Central Trojans, Christian Shondek, and Will Dawson, both hockey players with the Trojans. Thank you guys so much for joining us today. Thanks for having
4: us. Yeah, thank you. It's uh, an honor to be here. Of
0: course. I mean, we have our Freaky Fast Five. We're going to get right into it and kind of get to know you guys a little bit. Uh, we'll start off. We'll go with the seniority on the way with the answers uh, to begin with. But here we'll start off with a very easy one. How many bowls of cereal can you eat until you're done eating cereal? Probably like two or three. I'm not really a big cereal eater. Not a big cereal guy. Mm-hmm.
5: <laughs> yeah, me either. I mean, don't really eat much cereal, but it's probably like three.
0: But you, need, but you do need several bowls of cereal when you're eating cereal. Yeah. Okay. okay yeah. It's, not, it's yeah. not a one and done it's, type of thing. It doesn't fill you up. Yeah, no. Okay.
5: Yeah, you gotta
4: add uh, like three. Yeah.
5: Please. I, I, I would say minimum three.
4: I
3: just keep, I just keep pouring cereal in the bowl until the milk is gone. Uh, what's a bigger waste of time, looking for ghosts or looking for Sasquatch?
0: Probably looking
4: for ghosts. Yeah, I'd have to go with ghosts. We actually had a teacher at Central. Didn't she, like, she was, like, into Sasquatch or something? She, <laughs> always, <laughs> she, did she, she, she like, went out on searches? <laughs> yeah, she was, like, really into it. So, I mean, you know, I guess, you know, there's stuff out there that, like, says it's, like, more real. And yeah, people believe what they want to believe in. I
5: don't know.
0: Okay, if we're going with some more, some more off-the-wall stuff. So, say that aliens are real and you're the first human to make contact with them, what is the one thing you have to tell them about the human race before they, you know, get exposed to everybody else? We like our sports. They don't even, they probably can't even understand you. Yeah,
4: yeah. That'd probably be like the first thing, try and learn their language or something. Yeah, Yeah, that makes sense, that makes a lot of sense.
3: What is the dumbest thing in sports that you would do for one million dollars?
5: Lose
4: the puck on a breakaway.
5: Probably got hit with a golf ball. That would be, and yeah. pretty dumb, you
3: know? If you're, like, in the gallery and, like, tug wood, just, like, nail you in the noggin. That would be perfect. Yeah. Like, yeah, I need a million-dollar
0: settlement right now. Or, or somewhere else. All right, here's an existential crisis question. Does a straw have one hole or two? It has one continuous hole. Yeah, I'd say it has... I'm going with the one continuous hole. Here's another okay. one. It, wait, I know you guys aren't very cereal guys, but I really like this question because this one messes with me. Is cereal soup? No, it's cereal.
4: Yeah, it's it's breakfast. I don't think soup is breakfast.
0: What's Solid it? enough argument, I guess. Yes. Hey, I'm asking you. You got a, you got an answer over here? I got a question. What's that? I'm going the mic.
2: Is a hot dog a sandwich? I guess
0: so. It's <laughs> in between two buns. Thank you. But technically, a bun is one thing. A hot dog bun is like one continuous
4: thing. Exactly, it's one continuous piece of. It's bread more of like,
0: like a shell then two pieces of bread is just the... the
3: so <laughs> then is a Chris sandwich not a sandwich?
0: <laughs> I, don't <know. laughs> I don't even know what that is.
3: <laughs> a Chris sandwich. What are, the, what are the most extreme rule changes you would implement if you ran professional sports?
4: I'd probably say, like, video replay and stuff like that because I feel like that's the most controversial thing right now in sports is making sure you're getting every call correct and mm-hmm. stuff like
5: that. Yeah, the video replay is pretty huge because there's always going to be one team complaining, the other team not. So, like, the video replay, like in baseball, balls and strikes, is probably getting changed.
3: If I were in the NFL, I would get rid of holding. I'd just say, you know what? <laughs> just get away from the dude.
0: <laughs> Alrighty, let's, uh, we uh we got lots more to talk about, though. We got uh, a... The hockey season that's about halfway halfway done with. You guys started, still been together. Now what? It's almost three months, but it feels probably like a little bit shorter. You guys have what thirteen games? You guys have played so far. Um, let, let's start off with just here we are in the midpoint of the season. You guys are nine one and two, right? Um, you guys have, which would be twelve games. Sorry, I don't do math. <laughs> okay. Not my strong suit. Wh- what has gotten you guys to this point? What do you think is the key to getting to? only one loss this season which is you haven't lost anybody in the state of Michigan
4: um just I think it's just a lot of hard work and uh, everybody buying into you know what coach Gibbons wants us to do just work hard day in and day out yeah on top of that we're
5: all playing our roles so we're all we all have a role and if we all execute it we'll play it the game will play it out how we want it to
0: Now, I know coach coach mentioned us and we knew I mean you guys were really really young last year. Um, it seemed like that kind of set the foundation for where you guys are now. Um, is that an accurate assessment, and how much do you think with, you know, the experience that you guys did as underclassmen last year, how has that translated into 2020?
5: Uh, I feel like we got a lot more experience. We got a taste of the high school level, so now we can execute and play, like, our best. I think we, we already know what's going to happen. We got a taste of it, so now we can execute it.
0: So, So is that experience, is that just getting rid of nerves, or is that like, Oh, we know what type of you know game plan Traverse City West is going to throw at us. Like, what type of experience has has really helped you so far?
5: Well, it's a different pace from going to from Bantams to high school, so it's got faster. So you got to like make your decisions quicker.
0: So just after doing that, the, the rep- yeah. repetition of that it just makes it a little bit easier to think on your feet. Yeah, uh, make, make a little. When I mean, how do you try to tell the underclassmen? How do you been bringing along these younger guys and kind of showing them? I mean, I know. You guys, especially your line on offense, has been pretty, uh, pretty heavy on the shots, yeah. pretty heavy on the goals. How do you bring the younger guys along?
4: I mean, you just tell them you gotta like you know take everyone's advice, you know upperclassmen coaches' advice, you know work hard or just things like that. Um, kind of I guess buy in and you know kind of figure it out. Like Will said, you know after one year, you know seeing it the first time, the second time around, it's a little bit easier because you've been there and done that. A little
3: bit. You were talking about getting into your roles. I mean, what what are your guys' roles? I mean, you you each have ten goals this season, but I mean, what do you have a specific thing? You're like going into this game. This is what I got to do.
4: Um. Well, you know, every game I go into thinking that our line has to contribute somehow offensively. We can't just be out there doing nothing. You know, just we got to do something to help our team get goals and help our team win.
5: Yeah, so for, like, our line where, like, we run the puck deep in the offensive zone, we get it deep, create our two-on-ones and hit people for the goals. And, like, we always got to get back for the backjack. That's, like, a goal for mine is to keep getting back, be the first one back. Mm-hmm.
0: How do you guys as a team keep chemistry, not just as a line, you know, not just your three guys on the offensive side or, you know, defensive pairings or whatever, but... From line to line, when you're on the ice, I mean, that is, you know, the continuity across, you know, lines makes a difference in, in the game plan, but how do you guys keep that steady throughout a game?
4: Um, well, I mean, chemistry is a little bit easier. A lot of the guys, like, we've all had the same coaches kind of growing up, so we kind of have, like, our, I guess, foundation of what we are as hockey players, and that kind of makes it easier to bond with each other and kind of just kind of look like we're pretty good hockey team like it just makes it that much
0: easier one thing i've noticed about at least the box score is that coach gibbons calls in is how many shots you guys be putting on net every single game i mean there's there i think when you guys played downstate you guys outshot somebody like 64 to 14 at one point i mean what about that aggressive nature has helped you guys win and what about that type of play style screams trojan hockey
5: because we're trusting the process so, that we're doing what we're asked to do. We're doing what our role says, and it executes to the fullest get pucks on net, get people in front,
4: bang on the rebounds.
0: Is it just a com- constant offensive pressure that you guys are always trying to put on?
4: I mean, yeah, I, I like to think of it as like that. You know, everyone wants to score, so why not shoot the puck as many times as you can? It's, eventually, it'll go in.
0: Yeah, I'm sure goalies get tired of getting pelted one and one. I mean, I, we we had Grant on this pod. We had Grant on this podcast last year. i uh-huh. um, just after he got started as a freshman, and I know, I know he's came into his own uh, quite a bit as a goalie. How much has it? How much has it changed having his experience in that now that even if he is th- facing thirty thirty five shots, you know that he's only going to let up a couple.
5: That's hard for a goalie to get the minimum shots. We've been letting up to like stay focused and like I guess warm throughout it. So. He's holding his own and he's doing what we're asking him to do and he's saving the puck and we're winning
4: I guess. Yeah, and that's all we can ask from our goalies is just stop the puck and you know, he's giving us a chance every day to go out and win. So it yeah, I makes mean, our jobs a little easier.
3: Yeah, you guys are giving up less than twenty shots a game, I think. Oh total. I total. I, I would
0: I would almost guarantee that that's yeah. a that's a number that is accurate. Two twenty nine. Okay. Total that's how many shots they've had against total? Yeah. 12 games 12 games so yeah that's under 20 yeah and you guys are averaging three i mean you guys are you guys are averaging (coughs) about three goals a game Mm -hmm. what what is what is what is the goal when you guys set out is it literally just like hey like let's score whatever we can let's put eight on the board how do you guys approach each individual hockey game as a team
5: we play our game and if we play our game the score will result in in its own. So if we like we play our heavy game and then we'll be all good for the score will just
0: What what would you describe your game as? What is like when when you get in there when you say when when you're sitting there and coach says we need to play our game, what are you playing back in your head and saying, All right, this is what we gotta do?
5: It all starts with our four check. Yeah. If we have a good four check and then it just from the rest of the shift on and
4: from the rest of the game on, if the four check's good, then the whole game's good. Yeah, that's basically what we do. Is like our first five minutes is just trying to establish our forecheck and kind of get things going and just kind of pop off from there.
0: How do you kind of turn it the other way if it, if it if the other team's able to break that forecheck or is able to really stay on top of you guys, not let you really get out of your own uh, defensive zone? How do you change the tides of a game? How have you been able to do that? I know uh, Coach Gibbons has told me a couple times, uh, both ways. You guys have turned the switch and came back and won a game. There's been a couple this year. And there's been a couple times where you've let a three or four goal lead slip and had to kind of pull it out. I mean, how does that change during a game?
4: Um, I mean, we just keep grinding if we're ever down or, you know, a team's really pressuring us hard. Just kind of have that no-quit kind of attitude about it. Um, But just with, like, giving up, like, four goal leads and three goal leads, it's just a matter of staying focused. And sometimes, like, I've even, like, taken some kind of selfish penalties. So, I mean... Just being focused and staying out of the box is a huge thing. I was just going to ask something about that
3: because you lead the team in penalties yeah.
0: <laughs> but by a lot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> is that your reputation on the team, Chris?
4: Um, I mean, yeah. I mean, kind of, not really. I mean, I'm trying to get penalties. This is it just part of
3: being aggressive?
4: Yeah, I mean, every once in a while, you know. You're
3: second. you're second on the team in penalties. <laughs>
4: well, <laughs> well I, guess we got, I guess we got the right two guys here.
3: We got the, we got the Trojan
0: Enforcers up here. Is that what we're thinking? <laughs> yeah,
5: I
3: guess so. Yeah, yeah. Well, you guys got the North Tiles Showcase coming up this weekend. What's, a, what's a, like playing in a tournament like that? I mean, it's what twenty-three teams, I think. Like, yeah, a bunch
4: of teams from the metro. Detroit area, um, a few from the UP.
3: And like 16 of them are ranked in the top 20 in their division.
4: Yeah, I mean, so it's good hockey. You know, it shows that Michigan, we can really put together some good hockey players and some good hockey teams. But um, for us, it's just, you know, another chance for us to go out and work hard and show that, you know, Traverse City's legit, that we're, we're meant to be where we're at. Yeah, take down another ring team.
5: Part of our goals, we play in one of those against, our, or if we play a ranked team, our goal is to take them down. So,
3: has yeah, you got two ranked teams this week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Livonia Stevenson's number two in Division Two, and then uh, Woodhaven is number twelve in Division Two. No, no, let me, let me ask
0: you. Let me ask you about that because you guys played Stevenson last year in this tournament as well. I think you guys do every yeah. single year. That's a that's a tough team. Yeah, and I they usually come to this North South Showcase and you know do some damage. How do you prepare for a team like that when you're never you don't get to see them? You know you don't really hear from them, and then they just kind of like show up and it's game on.
5: We gotta play our game. We gotta stick to our roles. We gotta do what coach is asking. We gotta play fast. We gotta stay out of penalty box. We just gotta play our game, but cleaner. Because if we go down, they're gonna make us pay.
0: So um, one question I wanted to ask, and I know this is just hypothetical, but we brought this up. Um, you know. T.C. West made the Final Four a couple of years ago. The Bay Reps made it last year. Do you guys feel like it's your it's your year? Does it feel like it's your time to kind of show that we're, we're the third part of this three-headed monster in hockey in Traverse City?
4: Yeah, I mean, uh, state title hasn't been won in, since 2006 for Central, and I mean, the Bay Reps and West, they both did pretty good, you know, making it to the Final Four and at least getting there, but um, the end goal is to, you know, get there and win, and win it all you know you made it that far why not so i think this year you know third time's a charm so why not us
0: Alrighty, well thank you guys so much for joining us today uh our first episode of 2020 it was great having you guys on and uh i know you guys got a couple big games coming up this week so good luck
5: thanks for having us yeah thank you
0: We would like to give another big thank you to Chris Ushondek and Will Dawson for joining us here at the Get Around Studios. That interview sponsored by Jimmy John's with two locations in Traverse City: Freaky Fresh, Freaky Fast, Jimmy John's. Freaky, yeah. That's going to put us into our next segment, our segment of the week, and we're going to do a little mid-season recap just on boys and girls basketball. I want to ask you fellas. I know Andrew really doesn't know too much. Well, let's of what's let Andrew going pick on. a team too. And see yeah. It, see what comes. But um, we're going to go just who's. We're just going to do quick hits on who's leading the way. Uh, We're gonna start off with girls basketball Uh, since they are one week further into the season. uh, The first, yeah, first poll for girls basketball has just came out. We know that these are always, you know, still questionable. Media polls. Yeah, these are. I mean, we we are the people making these polls, Um, but I still know that they're. I don't get
1: to vote.
0: They're still a little questionable just because it's the first poll of the year. So we really don't know exactly who's what. But uh, James, who who were you uh, trying to kind of what's the word campaign for out of Northern Michigan?
3: Uh, it would have to be Glen Lake and Manton, Bel Air. I mean, those are the, I think are the three, the three biggies. Not to steal any thunder from you guys, but I mean, those oh. are the those are the teams that have just been dominating everybody f- for the most part. They're at all the almost, beginning of this season. They're all undefeated at this point, aren't they? Glen Lake, I think, lost one game, but that was uh, downstate. Yeah, that was to a I
0: can't remember who. It was a big school downstate. Obviously, you say these are the teams. Now, Who, Harrison, who are the the girls' players that have been leading the way? I know we had some Player of the Year frontrunners before the break here, but there's been a couple of girls who have really stood out.
1: Well, and we've talked for a while about Jaden Wilder being a talented player at Manton. It seems like we seem to forget, especially entering this year, we seem to forget how great Abby Brown is as a player. And if you go watch a Manton basketball game, as James and I did a couple weeks ago, you really see that greatness on the floor. Maybe that helps her, knowing a lot of people watching Jaden Abbey just does her thing and the teams aren't checking her as much. Well, I guarantee that's going to start changing now because she's making a huge impact for Manton. And I know you guys don't really cover Lake City, but they've got a couple great playmakers as well, state semifinals from a year ago. So those games in the Highland Conference are going to be very exciting to watch down the stretch here. Uh, Brittany Bowman, obviously with Kingsley. One of the she was your player of the year for everything last year because she <laughs> can do everything. And the Bel the Bel Air girls too, uh, a couple of them they have a good freshman. J C Summers,
0: good Come freshman. Tanner Decker, that's a senior.
1: Uh, yeah, Bel has got a lot of talented players. J C Summers just a freshman. She's kind of, when I watched her against Kalkaska a couple weeks ago, she kind of reminded me of like the next Elise stuck. Ooh, which is a little That's a hot take. Yeah, that's that's, that's a hot, hot, hot take alert. Don't want to put that pressure on someone so early, but the game she's she's tall, she's got a shot, she can ball handle. It just that seemed like the next version of that type of player for up here in northern Michigan. I'm not saying she's Hey no play you, just at got got Michigan you just got me excited. You just got me
0: excited that we actually have somebody else who might be she, in that it, realm.
1: I mean obviously she's got a lot of work to do just a freshman, but that's a good program to develop as a player in Bel Air. Um, so I'm excited to see how that team does and then how she does over the
0: next several years here. I mean, Brad, yeah, Brad Fisher, I know he'll be able to do some things mm-hmm. with that team. Mm-hmm. Um, he's, he's a good basketball coach, and like you said, I I haven't had a chance to see this girl whatsoever, so this is the first. Now you want to go. Yeah, no, this is the first I'm hearing about her, so you got me all excited. Uh, if mm-hmm. we're going to have a freshman who we can watch over the next four years, potentially, Let's just get J.C. You know.
1: Summers and Brittany Bowman to play one-on-one. And that's like a,
0: or a, Grace, a Grace Bradford, I mean, I don't want to – I'll, I'll, that'll be my add into this situation. Well, that was my preseason player. I dude. know, but I'm just saying she's been just as advertised. Still, double double machine has been really helping Glen Lake um, do what they what they've been able to do so far this season. Now let's toss over to the boys' side. Yeah. So Harrison, what what, what boys' team uh, has been the front runner in your mind in the first? Three or whatever, three eighths of the season. I
1: think uh, we're lined up for a couple good games, just as we talked. I mentioned with Manton and Lake City. I think uh, Glen Lake and Frankfurt are going to be the exciting matchups in boys basketball this year, in the Northwest Conference for sure. And probably if you gauge the rest of the conferences around here, they're probably the two that'll be ranked entering their first meeting, I believe, next week. I think it's like the 14th. Um, so we know the Panthers made the championship game a year ago. We know the Lakers made the championship game two years ago. So, uh, yeah, great, great coaching, obviously, on both sides, great athletes to watch on both sides. I think that's going to be probably the top rivalry to watch as far as the first meeting and then the rematch to see how those teams transcend. But uh, we saw a good one between Pelston and Forest Area. In uh, the right before Christmas there in the Ski Valley, those are two really good teams. I'm excited to see how Mancelona looks when they play Mans uh, Palestinian Forest Area here in a few weeks. So we've we've got some hungry ball clubs, and uh, the secret is yeah. Now that we get the conference play, really heating up here. Which one uh, is still out to surprise us and uh, maybe knock off one of those preseason favorites? So, I mean, yeah, we yeah and
3: we get that big Frankfurt Elkrap or Frankfurt uh, Glen Lake game next
1: Tuesday, the 14th. Yeah, I was so,
3: so we get a nice. That's a, you know he likes to come back from break and have
1: mm-hmm. some big games like that. And I think Pelston and Manzalone play the same night. So yeah, Those we don't We know, Pel- and we know
0: Pel- Pelston was a very good basketball team a year ago, mm-hmm. and it's coming mm-hmm. into the early season. I know they haven't changed much, but you mentioned Manzalone's still there. That guy's
1: a phenomenal. Man, but I can't. Thing.
0: Once again, I, there's a few people I cannot wait to go out and see play this year. Like Jaden Alfred, I am mm-hmm. like I am extremely excited to see him go play basketball this year. Like you guys had mentioned, I mean even guys like I want to see Brady Hunter play basketball mm-hmm. after what I saw him do on the football field, I never saw him play basketball over the last year. Well, Brady when Hunter's I was up here. like Brittany Bowman, I'm always going to vote for them for athlete of the week, and I don't think they can do anything wrong <laughs> <laughs> um, But James, any other, any other names stand out to you so far uh, this season? Individuals or teams? Individuals. Individuals. I mean,
3: yeah, I mean, Reese Hazelton at Glen Lake obviously stands out because he's 6'7". We've, 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 we've talked about... <laughs> <on, laughs> yeah, he has a little bit of skill, too. <laughs> a little <laughs> bit. A little bit. Could be a a he, he looks like he's been on the court before, maybe. Um, but Glen Lake has just a, a pretty good balanced team. I mean, Luke Hazelton adds another uh, body to that team that, you know, that can pound down low. And, and uh, they just have a whole bunch of really good players overall. Um... You know, at Elk Rapids, you've got Preston Balls back, um, and you know to go along with some other good players like Cordy Lafontaine and, and, and everything else that they have. So there's another team, and, and they're actually coming. They're playing TC Central in another one of those games where it's a small school playing a bigger school in the area. That's kind of that we haven't seen a whole lot. Yeah, give us in, a chance in previous to years that. and stuff. That's actually the same night as the dunlake Lake Frankfurt
0: game. Jeez, loaded Tuesday, huh? <coughs> a fun Super Tuesday. Tuesday. I'm, glad, I'm glad that we have Andrew back. We can actually, uh, we got Andrew in now. He we can be, actually, maybe cover one more than we cover. In, yeah, cover a couple of really good games in one evening. It'll be a fantastic I mean, time. Worth noting,
1: Potosky, I believe, has beaten both TC Central and TC West. Yeah, Potosky's so undefeated Petoskey in the looks BNC. Like,
0: and Cadillac's going to yeah. be good this year, too. So it looks like we have a very top heavy. Big that's that's why I said, to but, when we got when we, we were talking about it in the pulse earlier. When we said that, T.C. West, I was surprised that they bleak on Lake or whatever. Like, no, the the Big North Conference is the real deal in boys this year. I mean, we thought that Traverse City Central had four or five guys who were going to be able to kind of really give them an upper hand in this conference, and they've gotten beaten up in the conference so far. So Mm -hmm. the Big North is definitely a toss-up, a lot more than we thought it was going to be. Yeah, you can't sleep on Gaylord either. I mean, they've got, like, what, a 6'10 guy in the middle? Yeah, right. (laughs) They always have 6'10 guys. (laughs) You only need one. That's all I'll say. You only need one, and you just got to be decent at basketball. If you've got a guy who's that tall in high school, he can be a difference maker no matter what the skill level is. That midseason recap brought to you by Jimmy John's with two locations in Traverse City. Jimmy John's spends six hours slicing and baking every day to make you, yes, you, a 30-second sandwich. Me? Freaky fresh, freaky fast, Jimmy John's freaky. yeah. That
2: was my second meal in Traverse City, so thank you, Jimmy John's. <laughs> yes, trust me, <laughs> which, every time. Ta- sandwich? I got the number seven.
1: Number seven, you know, anything know special? Name? Is that the uh, Hunter's Club?
2: No, it's the new one they have. It's with um, like a little bit of mayo. Uh, I think it's a spicy Italian. Anywho,
0: you yep. know what that means. Enough food talk? Enough food talk. We're getting into the club, the most exclusive club in northern Michigan. Different kind of club? Yes. Yeah. Not, not, a, not a BLT or, a, or an Italian nightclub but into the Get Around Hall the of Fame. The club. The most exclusive club in Northern Michigan. The number one. Where we induct our Athletes of the Week each week and enshrine them into this little piece of paper on our wall. <laughs> so, without further ado, we have four athletes up this week Plus since we have four of us in the studio. Plus
1: Brittany Bowman and Brady Hunter.
0: Uh, I guess per- <laughs> perennial, uh, yeah,
1: perennial nominations. perennial
0: nominations, honorary nominees. Let's get into the Get Around Hall of Fame, guys. We have four athletes being nominated for the most exclusive club in Northern Michigan. Andrew. Yeah. It's your first time on the Get Around, so we're going to give you the first nomination. Who do you have to nominate for the Get Around Hall of Fame?
2: As I was telling you earlier, I was so excited to be a part of the Traverse City Record Eagle. I went through the past couple of weeks months just reading stories on hockey because Kansas is... I've never seen a hockey game since... The, <laughs> <laughs> since
0: Send the, the boy games, to a hockey game, this
2: this the Blackhawks game. I've been to. So the one? The yeah. one, one singular. Blackhawks to Many, many Blackhawks games, games where they did uh, a chant.
1: So, real quick, side note, are you a Chicago sports fan, then? Yes. Okay. But I know you But you'd I also follow Kansas Brewers. City.
2: I follow the Brewers, Kansas City sports.
0: So, like, were you way into the Royals 2015 championship? My one?
2: first visit oh. to Kansas was the day the Royals won the World Series in 2015. Mm-hmm. Me and my mom were eating dinner on Mass Street, which is a lot like the oh, man, that's Street. Yeah. And all of a sudden... It was like, it was Couldn't like get nine, dinner anywhere. Nine, ten, 9 or 10 p.m., all the dorms just ca- start rushing down the hill onto Mastery, and I'm like, I'm going to Kansas, Mom! <laughs> <That was my laughs> you're not in Kansas
0: moment. anymore. No, I'm sure you've heard that line a million times. But you aren't in Kansas anymore. That's actually a misheard line. But you're not. <laughs> the, the line from the
2: Wizard of Oz is, Toto, I have a feeling we're not in Kansas, but everyone says you're not in Kansas anymore. Well... We got we, we have a rule on the t- University of no Daily Canson, which is just the KU student newspaper, to not make any Wizard of Oz references.
0: Yeah, I can see how that could get old really quick. Wow, I still he, did it. You guys are we're very funny around here, so I like to make those weird references as well. You can make Wizard of Oz references
2: to me on the Get Around and I will not be offended.
0: No, I probably appreciate it. It's probably,
1: <laughs> it. probably the one movie we haven't talked about yet.
0: No. Okay, that's a new trifecta. Which Which of the characters would each of you guys be?
1: Well, I was in a play. You would totally, play, you would
0: totally be the lion. I was not the lion. You would be, though. So I need a heart? need a heart? You need courage. For courage. Yes, you need courage. <laughs> <laughs> I was the scarecrow. James, so I had on the, the other brains. hand, James has no heart. He is a heartless you're, person. You're like God it God. It's true. And it's, at this point, I still it's have... Just, it's
3: fair and accurate.
0: And at this point, I guess I'll give myself... The, the scarecrow I need a brain Up in this thing uh, But other than that I mean it works out pretty well You don't right? want to put a dress on? Well I'm going to say He was the one from Kansas That's why I was giving him <laughs> I was going to give him Dorothy Because he was the one Who's been uh, residing in Kansas For a long time
2: No one's ever called me A nickname Dorothy
0: But I guess I'll take it and the get around Yeah that's <laughs> the first one Trust me it's a lot better Than the nickname that Brendan gave me to start off with When Jake I first started this State podcast Farm? Anywho Who's your nomination over there? Yeah. Rosie Major hockey fan
2: here, and I'm giving it to Ben Palamski from the TC Bear Uh I scored the OT game winner against TC West, and he plays hockey, which is the most awesome sport ever that I haven't seen in about three years. <laughs> he's You're he's like biased. A, he's like, I literally
1: just need I'm to I'm never
0: biased again. when I vote in these. In a hockey arena? <laughs> every week. Well, we'll he, as bad I, as it sounds, we'll let him be biased in his first week because I'm there's not much biased. more information that's why I was to go fun off of him <laughs> because that's what
1: I built a career on, being. <laughs> Go Trojans.
0: Alrighty. All right, Mr. Bias, man, you got a Trojan to uh, play? No, I got a Gaylord guy, actually. Uh,
1: John Sosa of Gaylord, 135 pounder, won four matches in the holiday tournament we referenced at the beginning of the show. Uh, one of them over the top seed, Damian Balin from TC West. That's a pretty good wrestler in the area. 51 seconds. So, um, yeah, that guy, That guy's pretty good. I'm right around that weight class. I'm not messing with him anytime soon. I'm going to nominate him for the Damian game. Damian Balin, yet another
0: get around... Uh, guest we've had in this podcast studio. Just mm-hmm. toss it back there, James. Who is your nomination? I'm
3: Could go with Abby Brown from Manton uh, in the December 16th game against Kingsley, where they won by 15. She uh, scored 19 points, and including her 1,000th of her career to become the 16th Ranger in school history to hit a thousand. Boys or girls? So well, that's only th- a handful of girls in that 16, though.
0: I'll say that's two Abby Brown references on this podcast. I mean, that might be. Well, we
1: were at the same game.
0: Look it up. But uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna put up. A Trojan, in my unbiased opinion. And uh, put up Charlie Douglas from Traverse City Central Hockey. Uh, He just had a good winter break overall. I know we usually kind of do this for single performances, but um, help lead them over Traverse City West. Also a former guest on the get-around. Exactly. Uh, Yet another one.
1: One of the top five hairstyles in uh, Northern Michigan, too. Keaton Peck might be number one, but chaz douglas is up there chaz
0: douglas well i'm putting him up because he had two goals in a period just this past weekend to help lead them to a win but not only that um he's been tearing it up over the break and i believe it was scored three different points um in that win against traverse city west a couple of weeks ago uh so we've had a couple of extended times for this get around hall of fame but we got to put it to a vote as usual gentlemen who would like to go first Oh. We're, we're giving it to Andrew That makes sense You've heard you've heard the stat lines You've heard the performances uh-huh. What's the most impressive? John Sosa of uh, Gaylord At uh, 135 Okay So we got one for the wrestler We're starting off with uh, A vote for the wrestler I'm
3: gonna go I'm gonna do something I don't do a lot And vote for my own Yeah I was you gonna... don't do that a lot? He no, likes
0: not, to say r- that Not really Brett r- always think. did that Back in the day Thank goodness he Every, time. Here anymore. <laughs> Every time Every <laughs> time um I'm actually going to vote for Abby Brown as well. Hitting that 1000 point mark, especially once again scoring around 20 points a game over the break. I uh, I'll say Abby Brown is going to be my uh, my vote.
1: That's good. Th- this is a tough one. And you know what I'm going to do? And I'm going to especially if this is my last episode for a while, I'm going to vote Sosa and say we should give him co athletes of the week because it is encompassing multiple weeks. Of a large period and of time. We're very giving this time of year. Oh, the giving season
0: is over.
1: Yeah. Uh -uh. We're going to give one more gift, and that's a two-member spot. Two people in the club. Yeah, that's my suggestion. I'm okay with that. A couple
0: gets in the club. But congratulations to Gaylord's John Sosa and Madden's Abby Brown. You two are the latest inductees into the Get Around Hall of Fame, which, as you know, is the most exclusive club in northern Michigan. So we will see you on the inside.
1: No, we're not in there. We're
0: always in the club. We're we're the
1: we're the custodians. We're cleaning up. That
0: this is the club. What are you talking about? Before before we head into our trifecta, we do have one more thing to do, which is getting the people fed. This week's winner is Mary Nykirk. We will be getting in contact with you, Mary. Thank you so much for listening and interacting with us. Another TC Central person related to Larry (laughs) Nykirk. Yeah,
1: over the the holidays, wife, Mrs. Nykirk. Mary and Larry. I do know. Be like I Mary do know the and Neikirk's very well. Larry
0: Neikirk is my high school teacher. Be like Larry and, and Mary, and share this podcast. Be Sherry. Yes. Be like Larry and Mary, and be Sherry and bright, and uh, <laughs> and don't help say us bad out. Jokes. Anyways, we have one more segment to go into, which is our trifecta. Harrison wanted to talk about proposals, but. I just I can't wrap my head around that. Um, so we're so gonna, you're never
1: going to propose to anybody. Is what uh, we'll see. Uh, it's
0: uh, <laughs> it's going to be a long day, long time before that happens. But my trifecta question, it is a new decade, a new year. It's, it's kind of a cop-out. I guess it's easy. But at the same time, I want to make sure... If you
1: make resolutions.
0: Whatever. I want to make sure that whatever you guys say is set in stone on this podcast so this time next year I can listen back and just laugh at how bad whatever goes on after the statement is made so james what's your new year's resolution
3: uh, my resolution is to not change anything i'm going to be the same jerk that i normally am
0: <laughs> or accelerate <laughs> uh,
3: yeah maybe amplify it
0: no <laughs> oh lord we have a lot to deal with here at the record eagle in case you didn't know
5: mm-hmm.
0: he may not seem like it on the get around the nice posh gentleman that you hear on the get around no, <laughs> behind the scenes is just a spice girl Behind the scenes is a nightmare with this guy. That's why I say say he's my esteemed colleague all the time. He's just full of steam, and he's angry, just screaming at everybody. Oh, yeah.
3: (laughs) That's so much anger issues.
0: (laughs) Andrew, what's your uh, your New Year's resolution?
2: My New Year's resolution is to be a professional athlete. I don't think I'm going to ever be a professional athlete, but it's always my New Year's resolution.
0: Okay. It's a goal,
1: at least. It's something. What about a high school sports writer? Would you settle for that? Yeah Okay well good You're there Dude You did it 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 Three days into (laughs) the year And it's already completed Well I guess he hasn't Published an article yet So we gotta wait till that That's true It's really pop the cork I'm a Guinness
2: World Record Holder if y'all don't know
0: Are you? Yes For what? I have
1: the certificate
2: On my desk For what? I was a part of the Largest crowd roar Loudest crowd crowd roar In history At the Kansas uh, West Virginia game In 2017 They gave everybody Certificates for that? Yes when you were Walking out the door All 16,500 people Got a certificate Get world record. How many of them were
1: in the trash? That's not even a lot of people. No, it's not about the number. It's about the noise. Yeah, they, they measure. It, well, but it's we can get more people p- together than that. Well, yeah, but if it's in a stadium, they probably measure the decibel, the noise uh-huh. that they create. So, there's a yeah, technically like, in a smaller stadium, you'd want. So, it was the
0: loudest or the most people? Loudest,
1: loudest, loudest. loudest. So they had like
3: five Jakes J- there.
1: Yeah,
0: Jake's man. He was. i was gonna writer. say that's all you need, dude. <laughs> to get a get a stadium full of me's and. Oh, man. So that's Doesn't why have to be a stadium stage.
3: full of you, like five of <laughs> you.
2: <laughs> that's why you why can't my, tell us my voice is gone. That's why my uh, New Year's resolution is always high because, you know, if Guinness World Record and hold her in something, I might as well be a professional athlete in something else. Oh, man. Harrison, yeah. I guess it sounds like
0: you don't make resolutions, but do you got I anything that you I
1: want to propose marriage to Travis Shuba's fiance. That's what <laughs> <laughs> I want to do. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm leaving that on the
1: podcast <laughs> at Little Caesars <laughs> Arena. Well, I ran into him on New Year's Eve, so it's cool. They, they know I wouldn't really do that. They actually—they wanted me to be a videographer. They told me. Sh- Shubo was like, yeah, "Oh, that's a great ra- joke. This guy knows the camera. What he a great be a videographer. joke. Oh, shoot!" And I told a... him, "I'm like,
0: nah, you don't want that." Ah. Uh, <laughs> oh my God! What a terrible joke. I mean, what's your resolution? You got anything? I'm—I'm I'm going to retire. stop reading tomatoes. Everything.
1: Why would I stop? It so ruins re- your movie it's experience. It's so rewarding. Oh, yeah. Okay, so I'll stop talking about Star Wars so much on this podcast. How about that? <sighs> okay, I guess. I want to be. Okay, pick. <laughs> I'll pick seri- up the mantle. Seriously, yeah. uh, I won't get into. We actually rid- enjoy that
0: part of you, Harrison, when you talk about Star Wars. The rest of it is what you need to change.
1: I won't get into detail here, but uh, you two individuals know certain things that are kind of going on in my, in my family situation right now, so it's putting things in perspective. Um, definitely my least favorite time of year, January, February, I'm just kind of counting down to spring and March and, and good stuff that now the holidays are past. And I, I kind of want to, I, I do this a lot, but I want to make sure I embrace every day and know there can be something unique and special about every day, even in the miserable January and February months that I'm, I'm not a fan of getting out of bed and going out in the snow and cold and living life.
0: Luckily, it hasn't been that bad so far. I know I, yeah, yeah. So a- far It's know. hilarious because you're like, oh, it's just getting colder and colder every day. You ain't seen nothing yet. I literally mean like.
2: I saw two inches of snow, and they're like, "Why isn't everyone like freaking out about this?" That was that would probably be like the most Kansas had ever seen. We'll two, oh we we have two inches right now. That's what I said. Yeah, we got like we got two we inches the, while I was at work last we night. We set the Guinness World Record for two inches. We closed down the school for a half of an inch of ice.
0: Well, well, I can, I can see, see ice, the but snow. Yeah. I don't know. My okay. I'll tell. I'll tell the world. My New Year's resolution is to actually learn how to play the saxophone that I got for Christmas by the end of this year. I want to be a regular Kenny G. Are you going to take lessons? or Yes, are you just gonna try I am. To teach going, yourself? Well, I've been trying to teach myself, and it has not gone well. Um, so That's I hard, am yeah. going to actually take a few lessons. Alto or tenor? Alto. For sure. I mean, I can just rip the saxophone by the time, this time next year. I want to be, like I said, a regular Kenny G. should join the Forest Area Band. Yeah, (laughs) I I, I will. You should be at the state finals. To to our audible viewers, this is a promise. I will bring my saxophone on this podcast if I can play it this time next year. You ever seen the the
2: YouTube video, Epic Sax Guy? Where it's like, do,
1: do, 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 Oh, yeah, 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 of course. That's going to be me. (laughs) Uh, Yes. (laughs) Except I... Duke Silver from Parks and Rec.
0: Literally, I would love to have it all. So alter people ego. don't know it's you. you just yeah, just wear some door big door sunglasses, like put on like a fake mustache or something. Well, his isn't fake, but yeah, yeah, but I would, I would be you able would, to. But yeah. I will actually be able to play the saxophone this time next year.
3: In this small of a studio, that's going to sound awful and when the, on the recording.
0: Well, that's why we got all the soundproofing and stuff up here. We'll try and figure it out. I have to actually learn how to play it soft enough that it could be recorded before we what figure is, that what out. What is the one song you want to play? One of your techno... No, you I mean, it's mean, it's 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 not it's, it's called Jubal. It's like my one of my favorite songs of all time. Maybe my favorite song of all By time. By who? Klingon Coltrane? Day. Coltrane? No. Klingon Day. Klingon? Star Trek? Basically. Kind of spelled that way. <laughs> but... I will be doing that. <laughs> our, our New Year's resolution. So he gets that reference. Are <laughs> you ready for this? Our New Year's resolutions, brought to you by Jimmy John's. Eat we'll more do, Jimmy John's. Yeah, we we'll do. Like, that's everybody's resolution. Which we'll locations that's in Traverse City? At Jimmy John's, are freaks about bread, meats, and veggies because that means better sandwiches for all. Freaky fresh, freaky fast, Jimmy John's. Freak yeah. That means that I've made my fulfillment for Jimmy John's today, and we've made our fulfillment for this episode, gentlemen. And I'm gonna hand off the highlighter to Andrew. You can't see it, but no. The torch has been passed. It's in
1: good hands until one of you guys is sick, and I'm dragged, kicking and screaming back here to fill in.
0: Yeah, and as the way that Michigan's going right now, and the way that I've sounded on this podcast, it might just be next week. Yeah. <laughs> you might not be on that far behind us, but
1: if only there was another media platform people could follow me on and keep tabs on me to make sure I'm okay.
0: Yeah, make sure you follow Monday, him. One day, make sure find you a follow him on Twitter at Harrison Beebe. or watch my newscast is it just 6 Harrison? And 11, Monday through Fridays. Is it just Harrison BB? One and only baby. plug yourself since you might not be here for a while plug yourself man I don't need to plug myself
1: are you that popular I no not at all I went over a thousand followers and I freaked out like that kid won the power ball. I freaked out um no we'll be good you guys you gonna do a good job talked to andrew a lot He, he knows his stuff about sports so once he gets assimilated like you did a few years ago uh we're gonna have some really good broadcasts here in the future
0: without further ado that has been episode 107 thank you so much for listening we'll see you for episode 108 next week